0: Insights listeners, Nicole here, and thanks for joining me for this week's Bite Size Insights, empowering people leaders with best-in-class information in 10 minutes or less. If you've traveled on any airline, you are undoubtedly familiar with the monotonous, yet occasionally entertaining, monologues about safety procedures. You know, exits located in the front and back of the plane, there's a flotation device under your seat, and in case of an emergency, put on your own oxygen mask before assisting those around you. Now, hopefully you've never been in this position, but the reasoning behind this policy also applies outside of an airplane. Clearly, you can't help someone else if you're incapacitated and without oxygen. That's why in this week's Bite Size, we are asking leaders to put on their oxygen mask first and learning how they can encourage self-care themselves and for their teams. Sharing their thoughts are Hakimia Jackson, a cultural strategist, executive coach, and partner with Bravely, Jeff Smith, a psychologist and the director of Fifteen Fives Best Self Academy, and Santiago Haramijo, CEO of Amplify.
1: So what I've seen organizations do is that they've tied well-being to metrics. So think about you wanting to say, hey, I need to take off today. So if you recognize that your team member is running hot, that actually is connected to your manager's performance. So if you know that your resource is running hot, maybe you could implement flexible schedules or you can ensure that they're taking that time off to improve their well-being, or you could offer up different, you know, solutions that will aid them in a the way that matters most to them. I think what's really important is that we're looking for this end-all, be-all thing that supports everyone, and we have to really connect with our staff to see what truly works for them and support them in a manner that is healthy for them and their well-being.
2: Building on what's already been said, one of my favorite constructs that I learned about this year is this idea of healthy selfishness that it's healthy to do things like self-care. And it's actually like a real psychological construct. Like there's people out there measuring this and doing research on it. And like, it's okay to say, hey, I need some time for myself or I need a sick day. I saw someone in the chat said like, I'm listening to you with our eyes closed and outside, like taking a day for myself. And like that it's okay to put your own oxygen mask on first. And normalizing that, with starting at your senior leadership level, I think is really effective and important. If your CEO is saying, like, hey, you know, I'm stressed out too, and I need some time uh, with my family, or I need to take a Friday off and not work 90 hours this week, then that's one of the things that can make it okay for other uh, team members to model that same behavior.
3: You know, one of the things probably end of April, I, I realized that I was really tired and I was really exhausted. We sprinted in April to react to COVID and change plans and take care of our teams. Uh, and, and we re- did a sprint to release a free product for managers to figure out the well-being of their team. And I realized that i not afraid, but I was embarrassed of taking a day off for myself as a CEO of the company. Cause what, what am I gonna, I'm not going anywhere, right? I'm not going on spring break. I, I'm not going to a specific place. I was just, am just going to like, Hey, I'm not going to work today. I'm going to watch Netflix all day. And I realized that man, if I'm feeling that way, I can't imagine what my team, how they feel about the permission they have to take it. And by the way, we're a self-managed PTO policy. So like, it's like, take what you need and let us know and plan with your manager, but like, take what you need. So that happened. And then the next day we reviewed our own Amplify results of our own team. We obviously use our own tool to understand the employee engagement, how our team is doing. And when a couple of drivers uh, for us are low, it says burnout is about to happen. (laughs) So there's a rest driver, which we measure. And so rest was low, meaning I can't take time to come back refreshed and re energized. Competency was low. I don't think I can hit my goals uh, in front of me. And there's a third one, I forget what it was, but basically, when those three are tied together, it just basically means burnout is about to happen because you don't think you can hit your goals. (laughs) you're, and you're really tired. And so when you're like looking at a hill that, you know, you can't climb, but that you're, you know, it's not going to be okay if you don't climb it. Um, we decided to give everybody Fridays off at Amplify for the month of May, uh, and sort of force the company to shut down one day a week and figure out how to do, um, you know, customer calls and rescheduling those pieces. Um, but the second thing that I think is more important is Jeff hit on this, which was, it's not only mental when the job, Demands exceed our mental capacity. I think a big part of it that is understated is in, in our shared understanding is the emotional part of things which is just emotional burnout. And I think for, for what we have seen is, is mindfulness. Organizations are investing in the mindfulness of the team, focusing on the positive. That is a contributor to a mindset that is more resilient. And so how do we grow resiliency as organizations? And resiliency yep. is the ability to take a challenge and tough, difficult stuff and somehow transmute it, like change it, transform it, alchemize it into growth for ourselves. What an incredible organizational capacity for a team to have and for a person to have, which is the more shit we take in, the better we get. (laughs) Yeah. That that yeah. is incredible, and so how do we build more resiliency as individuals and as teams and as organizations? Um, and I think the mindfulness and resiliency part of it are very much tied together, since so much of who we are are not intellectual beings, but we are, I think, at our core more emotional beings uh, than we give ourselves credit to, who at times uh, have been uh, civilized enough to use our heads more than our emotions. <laughs>
0: Thank you for joining this week's Bite Size Insights. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and give us your feedback at amplify.com questions.